audio now. And um, recording. My brother's probably going to come home, too. That's point. fine. It's okay. That shit happens all the time. I'm going to throw a log in the fire, too, after All right, well, do that. I'm going to go live and start to uh, do the intro and all that. All right, all right. We should be live now. Two Wheel Tues- Two Wheel Tuesday podcast number ninety three with a nice Canadian lad, Christian Martinez. He's uh, doing something right now. But uh, as always, the podcast is brought to you by uh, Motion Pro, MotionPro.com. You can get pretty much sickest tools for your bikes. Uh, you can get super quick. Turn throttles um, if you got a screwed up wrist like me. Um, also, uh, <clears throat> Canvas MX. If you go to Canvas MX, you can actually design your own gear. Whatever you put, whatever you want on it. You can put my face on it. Gear out there. Christian's face. You could put his dog's face. You could have your dog on your gear, Christian. Do you have that? That'd be pretty sweet. Also, with the dog. Inflatable dog. What did he have? He did the oh the video. He like, yeah, he like did some jump and then everyone thought it was a real dog. Yeah, Nick's uh, dad was freaking out. He was like, "Yo, he <laughs> jumped with the dog." <laughs> oh yeah, freestyle dog. Um, also, Stroker Industries is the last. You can get the trigger for your gas can. Um, that way you don't spill on your graphics. My graphics are shit now anyway, so it doesn't really much matter, but you know. So what's up, dude? Uh, Where are you at? Montreal, Canada. Quebec. Is it cold as shit? Holy crap, dude. It's like the snow, when you walk, it squeaks like styrofoam. That's how cold it is. Damn. Yeah. Squeaky snow. What would you say, uh, actual degree wise? Uh, for us, it's probably like minus seven or minus 10, but I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like to have it, um, you know, like freeze at zero. We, that would be too simple. Yeah. I like uh, metric because it makes your weight lower and your dick bigger. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it helps out like that. I never even thought of it like that. Both sound more impressive in metric. Yeah. What are we yeah. doing? Yeah. Um, so how long have you been riding? I've been, I'm 35 years old and I've been riding dirt bikes since I was like 16, 17. How long have you and been doing FMX? I've been jumping ramps. Started when I was like 18, 18, 19. And then I jumped ramps for like a couple of years. We had a spot, me and a bunch of friends, and we'd go out there and rip all the time. And then I kind of like, when I turned 30, I kind of, it was kind of like a kick in the ass. I was like, what are you doing working when you just want to ride dirt bikes all the time? So then I just kind of, Put like my work ethic into riding dirt bikes and figured out flip and kind of just started doing shows and now I'm just riding it out, trying to make it happen. 
At 30, you were like, fuck it, I'm going to flip? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So how long after, so when did you actually flip to dirt after deciding you were going to do it? It was like three years ago to this date. Like, I remember it was like uh, November something three years ago. I like drove to Florida after learning it at Scott Murray's place in the phone pit. And then I like did a couple flips to the resi mat and I went home, went back, did a couple more. And then I drove to Florida and then flipped to dirt at Carl Ritchie's place. Right. Nice. So that was... How long, like, but how long from when you were, like, your 31st birth or your 30th birthday till when you flipped to dirt? Um, it's weird, but I think it was actually, like, on my 30th birthday or my 31st, I believe. I was at Scott's place, and it just kind of, like, I went there to, to, like, figure out the flip at 75. That was, like, the first time I started training it. I It was, like, a year and a half, I think. Nice. Of like just going back and forth to the foam pit. Yeah. I think I probably did like 80 to 100 flips in the pit before I like had enough confidence to go pull it somewhere else. Right. Sweet. Um. Yeah, I did it for a while into the pit too. I know some people like Travis is like, if you can do it 10 times to the wheels, you go to dirt. And I'm like, you know, yeah. that's a good theory and all, but Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. I just like to... I like to, like, figure things out, you know, like, I don't know. Well, and you... Also, I'm older. I'm older, so I'm, like, wiser than I was when I was younger, I guess. Yeah. So it's like I, I think more before I act. That's good. Yeah. Right. You're still doing this stupid shit, but... Yeah. It's a little more responsible stupid shit, you know? Oh, I know. I rode up until I was 36. I retired at 36. Yeah. But um figure I started I turned pro racing at nineteen. I just like got a pro license and then I started doing freestyle at like twenty, twenty one. So then by the time I was thirty five I'd done it, you know, for a long time. So I definitely mellowed myself out, tried to be a little more calmer and consistent. Yeah. I never really, like, I never kind of skipped the whole racing thing of it. I just, like, I was just, like, one of those crusty demons of dirt kids just <laughs> going it. to the sand pits and riding. and Baggy uh, gear. I have another line. I'm going to just decline it, eh? Yeah. Unless they want to get on the podcast. Are they entertaining? I don't know. Should we just put them on? <laughs> I don't know if that works. Does that work that way? Oh, oh cool. I'll call her back and put her on the podcast. She'll be <laughs> hilarious. Dude, I just got an iPhone 11 today. It reads my face. Huh? I just got an iPhone 11 today. It reads my face, dude. That's crazy, man. All these this technology and phones is like nuts. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what's your goal with riding? What do you want to do? I want to ride dirt bikes and have fun and be as healthy as I could. Yeah. Um, keep doing it. Did you have the clothing company before you were you decided you were going to commit to riding 100%? No. no like, I kind of, like, 
I'm a, I'm an artist. Like I draw and I and I I tattooed for a bit. Started figuring out how tattoos work and all that. And then uh, I just some of my friends that I grew up with and went to school together and like they're all like in the film industry and that sort of thing. And they've kind of been giving me a hand with like photos and videos. They're all at sequence films and uh, they helped me with media, making videos. And then I was like, you know, you guys are awesome. You guys do great work. And, and I wanted to like try to figure out a way that we could work on a project together. So that way they, it encourages them to come and film us and have fun and like keep this moto dream going type of thing, you know? Yeah. So then I was like, why don't we start a clothing company and then we'll use the riding and all of us having fun as like the, the vibes for the brand type of thing. And we can organize parties and, and that's always, that's all something that I've loved is bringing people together and having fun riding dirt bikes because there's nothing better than doing a whip with your buddy, like right behind you or a flip. You see him? Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of like a family. It just keeps growing. It's It was always like Rock Bottom is actually the city where I'm from. It's Pierrefonds, but translate, Pierrefonds in French translated to English is Rock Bottom. And the compound that we built back in the day was like clay. And we had to build it in the rain so we could mold the clay to an actual landing type of thing, you know? So that compound was like, rock bottom it was like <laughs> super hard yeah, like, yeah you're burning you're there's like rubber tracks on the dirt it's so hard you know yeah so that was where rock bottom came from and i mean in this sport i'm sure a lot of people can relate you know you hurt yourself you're like can't walk can't do nothing and your hopes are down everything's down and you just have that power to dig yourself up and do what you gotta do, you know? Yeah. For sure. I'm trying to shut down this stupid message so they don't keep writing. Here, I'll be right back too. One sec. Alright. Of course I don't remember. I don't remember my password for my Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. Gonna be editing that out, hopefully. No, I don't want to add my number. No, I don't want to find phone contacts either. Like, we're very, uh, very intrusive here. Okay, we're back. You're back now. I'm back. They're sending go GoFundMe stuff on here. I don't know what the hell's going on. Um. All right. So back to riding dirt bikes. What kind of bike do you ride? I have a 2013 RMZ 450. <laughs> Guys, come on, get over here. Yeah, 2013 RMZ450, uh, Yoshimura exhaust, pretty much stock. Yeah. My, yeah. my buddy, Dave Reed, 
he he helps me out with all the rebuilds and mechanics. Enzo suspension does my, my suspension. They take care of that. Uh, GPR stabilizer. Twice racing graphics. Um, PLX ball. That's like a local bike shop around here. They help me out. Nice. Motorpali, another bike shop out there. They how many some events with us and. How many people are in your area that you do you get to practice with anybody? Is Tyler there or what? Uh, Tyler lives like four or five hours away. No, I think he lives about six hours away. And then Adam, my buddy Flip, he lives four hours away. But my friend Bonds, where I practice at his house, with yeah. the house next to the the ramp right next to the house, that's about like forty five minutes away from me. Nice. So that's like where I usually ride all the time. Yeah. Practicing. Yeah, that's funny. Like uh, we've talked about it. The guys out west in California, they are like shitty with each other, you know, because they don't want to help the other person, uh, you know, learn something or whatever because they're in competition. But over here, like Canada and East Coast United States, we're so far apart that everybody's just stoked to have somebody to ride with. Yeah, for sure, but that stuff happens here too, you know, like people are dicks everywhere in the world. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Anything about it. It's much less though if it's not as competitive. Like they're they're super competitive. Yeah. So Yeah, but even even here it's like it's still pretty competitive. It's hard to everyone's just trying to like step on the other guy's toes and take over this and that and Promoters are calling people, making up stories, saying all kinds of shit, just trying to like start shit, you know? Yeah. It's a cutthroat industry. Yeah, that's everything, right? Yeah, just like everything, you know? So that's why I just kind of, you know, I ride dirt bikes because I love it. So whether I'm getting paid to do it or not, I'm still going to ride and might as well be able to go with my friends and do events and. You know, I just want to be able to put a positive impact on people with riding dirt bikes and pushing hard. Anything's possible. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Riding and learning to do all that um, brings everything else into perspective. You know, in life, you know, people, obviously people that I do comedy with, they get, they're like, oh, because I reference you know, dirt bikes all the time and they act like I'm trying to show off, which it's more like that was the, I was, I'm better at dirt bikes than I am at anything else in my life. So why I would obviously reference that or compare everything to that, you know? Yeah. But I mean, you know, that was one of my things. And the first jokes I wrote is people are like, Oh, aren't you scared to do comedy? And I'm like, you know, bad day of comedy is, my feelings are hurt. They didn't laugh at me, but like yeah. a bad day riding a dirt bike and yeah, you know, you're on crutches or you can't use your arm for like a month and a half. Yeah. Consequences are pretty not forgiving. Yeah, exactly. It's totally different. I'm like, listen, this is like, I want to yeah. say that's being scared or afraid. Whereas like, no, uh, yeah. Like comedy is like being nervous. Whereas, Freestyle is like being, you know, scared or terrified. For your life. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> just like. Yeah, I tell people, you know, it still hurts your ego when you crash your dick off in front of like, you know, 5,000 people just as much as them yeah. not laughing at you. But besides that, you're also in pain. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. What'd you do? You're just coming back from something, right? Yeah, I uh, broke my legs. I broke, like, I already, I broke my legs, like, a lot of times. <laughs> like, this is, like, I broke, I already have, like, a rod in my tib-fib, in mm -hmm. my left tib-fib, in my right tib-fib. And then I ended up breaking the bone around the left tib-fib, and then I broke the talus. So I broke the bone around the rod. So then they have to operate, put two plates and screws and nine screws or something like that. And then I broke my right femur again, and then I dislocated my wrist. So now my right femur has got a rod through it. So I've basically had, I have a, I've had a rod through each one of my legs, limbs of my legs. Jeez. Yeah. Did you do them all separate, uh, separate times? Yeah. The last one was the first time I broke two, two legs, more than two bones. Like it was, it was pretty fucked because I had like no legs and one, I only had my right arm, you know? Yeah. So it's like laid out all winter, but it's okay. It wasn't that bad. It kind of like, it definitely changed me as a person. I just kind of enjoy my solitude time now and like to be in my little bubble of creativity that out on paper yeah dude uh i the my last injury i learned to not um answer any phone calls yeah because it was all just like bill collectors and i was like fuck off <laughs> so i just maybe it was the bill collector <laughs> so i just didn't answer anything and now no, it's like i don't I'm, know it's just like it's like everybody like i don't know i've like i've had so many accidents and i have like a lot of friends that like me and they're like they don't understand they're like they think i have a sick problem and i do it's like, like <laughs> yeah but it's like just it motivates me to like be stronger it motivates me to eat healthy it motivates me to go to the gym every morning you know it's like i don't know i yeah gets me gets me so fired up it's just like it's like my fuel for living you know right and then after a good day of riding it's just sleep like a baby yeah like right. i slept good until i slept good like a month ago i did a knack knack and it was the greatest knack knack ever like <laughs> just just want to get back to it yeah that's awesome i love that you're so pumped on riding still yeah also probably because we have like the winter and like, like you're about this. to be sol yeah i just daydream about it all the time are you gonna put ice spikes on and go and hit some snow ramps or what no i've never done that before i'm probably gonna head down to florida go go to go down the east coast we'll stop in pa with brent yeah french Schwan, and then go see frankie letary well he's uh well he's like two and a half hours from me or like a little yeah. over two hours yeah i'm in jersey as well I'll definitely stop in then. Yeah, well, I went down there and rode his spot. Yeah? Yeah, it was yeah, fun. Down for sure. So, uh, 
I'm just pumped to get back riding. I want to ride like track and pits for a bit, you know, I want to just have yeah. fun. So how long were you off from your legs? Uh, that happened December 2nd, 2018. Yeah. So since then, it's like 11 and a half months now. Holy shit. But like, I'm, I was good to ride like a month ago and literally my first ride back I like was just doing some little turn downs and I kind of did a turn down and I nicked, I like nicked the corner of the landing, like the knuckle of it. Cause the ramp wasn't cropped enough. Yeah. So it wasn't dropping me into it. So I like, I nicked it and then I bounced and it kind of like tweaked my knee out. Yeah. So I hurt my knee and then my knee had like water in it and I was just chilling, relaxing. And now it's like three, four weeks later and it's feeling better, but it's still kind of stiff, but just got to keep going slowly at the gym and yeah. keep working it. Do you but take... I, got MRI, I got an MRI for it this weekend. So the doctor snuck me in, managed to. I had to go at 11 last on Saturday night, 11 p.m. Do you um, take turmeric or CBD or anything? Uh, I have had CBD creams before and tinctures and stuff, but... I haven't like been able to take it consistently because it's yeah. just I'm kind of going through a rough patch here with the injury and just waiting to get back at it. Well, that's gonna that should help. Uh, even the turmeric, if you don't have the CBD yeah, all well, the time. I eat a, I eat pretty healthy, and we're always cooking food, and we always put turmeric in our rice. Yeah, that's good. But I don't like take it and eat it. But yeah, we have like curry mayo and put turmeric in it. And, well, that's good because uh, um, turmeric needs to be taken with pepper and some mm-hmm. sort of oil, mm-hmm. like some sort of fat to help your body absorb it. So it's always okay. good kick- cooking with it as well. That's why that works okay. well. Um, but that really helps with inflammation along with CBD, and that's going to probably alleviate some of the pain. You know, and the mm-hmm. other issue is I'm sure that because um, I had the problem with my leg, it was super weak, so that anytime any anything happened, like if I got kicked sideways or anything, I always blew that left leg off because yeah. it was just so weak that my ankle must have just given out, you know what I mean, yeah. and blown right off of the thing. So it, I'm sure that's probably why, why you even twisted your knee. Think about it. Normally, when your legs were strong, you probably wouldn't even have had an issue. Well, I, I was, like, like, all summer since I got... I got back from Kyle DeMello's place in June, June 1st. And then I like literally from June 1st all summer, I was doing a hundred kilometers of bike riding a week. And then after the first month of that is when I started back in the gym. Ah. And then I do like CrossFit training routines every morning. Yeah. And it's like, it's, I love it. It's just like high interval training. I get my sweat on gets my heart going and it's a full body workout you know i leave there feeling exhausted and it's uh it toughens you up too you know there's a lot of box jumping and you're doing lots of pull-ups and you're doing muscle-ups and it's very physical and it's i feel like it's a good workout for doing freestyle motocross because it's freestyle beats you up too but this is good to kind of just toughen you up a bit you know yeah for sure. I think at this point, I don't know that I would, uh, my shoulders would be able to handle that. 
Yeah. I think yeah. I'd blow them apart. <laughs> you got to work the muscle. You got to work the muscle all around it so it's being held in. Yeah, I think kipping would fucking be the end of it for my shoulders. Um, so what's, uh, how are you doing with the clothing? Like, how are you selling well? Did you lock up? Did 